This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This week in PlayStation, we're talking about the PlayStation VR 2 launch lineup. We're talking about the fact that I've played Monster Hunter Rise on the PlayStation 5. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We have the DualSense Edge, and we're unboxing it. We'll cover all this and more because this is PSI Love You XOXO. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Greg. That's Blessing, and you can get this show on YouTube.com slash Games, but most importantly, Patreon.com slash Games. There, of course, you can watch this record live, get it ad-free, and get 38 episodes of bonus exclusive content only on Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. If you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. Support us on the Epic Game Store, Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, wherever you can input the Epic Creator Code KindOfFunny. You get PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads and without the post show on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunnyGames and podcast services around the globe each and every Friday, usually we will be posting next week's PSI Love You XOXO on Monday. Whoa, a twist. (laughs) It's that season. It is that season. It's that season. The reviews are upon us. Thank you to our Patreon producers, uh, Delaney Twining. And thank you, of course, to our sponsor, the Kind of Funny Next Gen Podcast. But we'll talk about that later. For now, let's start with a PSN message from you. Hello, Blessing. Hello, Greg. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah, you hanging in there? I've had some better days, I'll be honest. I got a flat tire last night. It kind of ruined my night. And then I didn't get good sleep. And then there's layoffs going on in the industry. And this is the whole thing. There's a lot of stuff happening at all points. It's been a a week. Yeah. It's been a week and a half here of getting your teeth kicked in. How are you doing? You Uh, got off off of jury duty, it sounds like. Yeah, no, this has not been a banner week for uh, (laughs) Greg Miller. But we don't need to get into that. We are fine. We are here. We're ready to hang out and talk about PlayStation, which is nice. Uh, You might notice there is no Janet Garcia today, ladies and gentlemen. She's having microphone issues. The joys of working from home. Every mm. gremlin has come out, and they're getting us. They're getting they're us. doing it. Yeah. The Some PSN, in the air. The PSN message. It's the air, too. Yeah. It's review season and gremlin <laughs> it's the season. <laughs> they left the last of a show. They came into real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about last of a show in a little bit. With oh, you. yeah. And, of course, Monday. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, each and every Monday, live, 9 a.m. Pacific time, YouTube.com slash KindOfFunny. Uh, blessing myself and Tim Geddes are reacting and reviewing each and every episode of The Last of Us on HBO. You don't want to miss it. Watch the shows on Sundays. Come hang out with us live, 9 a.m. Mondays. But I digress. Uh, the PSN message it's going to be rough because I did this thinking I'd have Janet. You mm. know what I mean? This is not up your alley. All right. Mm. But Jack Martin writes in to kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y just like you can for free and says, hey, everyone, here's a rainy day topic. Create the top 10 rules for a great trophy list. What kind of trophies should be avoided? And what are some guidelines devs should follow to make an enjoyable platinum hunt? Blessing, mm. you hate you hate them. You hate them. I mean, I don't hate platinum. You hate trophies. I just don't. I just don't care about trophies as much as uh, Greg Miller does. Number one, every game on the PSN should have a platinum. Mm. I've talked about this 
For years, I have been told behind-the-scenes information from developers, and I will continue to champion it, as I did late, recently, I think, on a Gregway just two weeks ago. Late, Barrett, give me the one. Is Ladies it, and gentlemen. Is, is this coming from a place of, like, a recent offender? Yes. Okay, I know, I know, I know where this comes from. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's the season. It's that season. <laughs> it is review season, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It is review season. We're playing a bunch of games we can't talk about yet, ladies and gentlemen. If you are a developer or you're somebody, maybe you're 15 right now, and you're th- in in five seven years, you're going to be a developer. I mean, you, you could be a developer right now. There's a lot of great tools. I don't. I'm, I, I, I live your dream. If you're a developer and you go to PlayStation and they send, they say, all right, now it's time for you to give a trophy list, and they send back the spreadsheet, Google Doc, whatever, Excel that you need to go put it in. If you see that there's not a platinum on the fucking Google Doc. On the goddamn spreadsheet, you say to them, I would like a platinum in this game. And what they will say is, well, you're a smaller title. We're not going to give it to you. And you say, but I really like it. And they will then say, okay, here's your platinum. Now, that is, I, I will be the first to admit, ladies and gentlemen, I'm working the problem from the wrong end. All right? I'm talking to the developers because I know they listen to this show. But back to, back to the one, Jer- uh, Barrett, sorry. Jim Ryan, now I'm talking to you. Fucking eliminate it. Just send them all one thing that has the... Pl- why? Who is this person... At PlayStation headquarters, deciding if the game is worthy of a platinum. Everything, mm-hmm. every game should have a platinum. Because, oh, but it breaks the system. The system's broken. My name is Mayo and Platy Bird. and all, They're already out there. The visual novels you can go through in 30 seconds. It, it's a developer who's busting their ass, making it, making a game. And the problem, of course, is a lot of these developers, they're poindexters. They're nerds. They, they like their nerd. PC games. That's what they're focused on. Mm. They don't know the PlayStation ecosystem. So they don't understand when eventually the PlayStation's like, hey, can't do this. Like, I don't give a shit what a trophy is. I give a shit what a trophy is. Uh, what I'll say is that the recent offender that we're, re- we're referencing is one that I was also upset when I didn't I see a say, big trophy. sweat drop here. I'm like, is he about to name it? No, <laughs> name it no, no. no, it was one that upset me because it's, it's the kind of game that I think would benefit greatly from a mm. platinum. And yeah, like I'm right there with you. There's no reason for a lot of these games to, n- to not have platinums. Uh, I think it only creates more reason for people like Greg Miller to want to play your game, right? Even if it is something as simple as like, oh man, this looks like a fun thing to go through and complete. I think there's that. For games that are short, they can add more longevity to the play experience. Yeah. Oh man, I beat this in two hours, three hours, five hours. Oh man, maybe I can play this for a couple more hours just by going through and completing the Platinum, right? For a game, uh, for collectathon games, right? That's more um, reason to go through and collect everything. I, th- there, th- I think there are so many good reasons for a Platinum. Uh, and if you have a great Platinum, right? Like a really fun Platinum to chase, I think it only makes the experience better. So I'm right there with you. Number two. If you have a multiplayer mode in your game, but you're mainly a single player game, your trophies involving multiplayer should be taste tests. I point Mm -hmm. to the one and only Uncharted, right? Where Uncharted, of course, introduced a multiplayer. And what do they do with their trophies? They said, play a match of whatever it was. Play a match of whatever it was. Do something in there. Then they had DLC trophies. They added more trophies that were all the crazy ones of, you know, get 45 headshots in the thing, get, be ranked number one, yada, all that bullshit you want. If you, I understand if you really want people to play the multiplayer mode, but punishing single-player gamers who have to go in and test your multiplayer sucks. And it worked with Uncharted where I got my platinum, but I was like, I enjoyed the multiplayer of Uncharted, so of course I'll try for some of these other ones. I'm not going to get the throw 15 pro to paint tanks and blow them up and do whatever. But it was there and it was a good thing and that's the thing. And that's the number three, of course, is that if you want to, you have to put those multiplayer DLC trophies. Yeah, That's where you do it. And it doesn't have to actually be DLC. I'm saying if you want to give a multiplayer list, you can do that at launch too. Mm-hmm. Again, I hate to shock you and appall you, my tro- trophy brothers and sisters. Trophies are already broken. So again, there's no rules over there. You lean on PlayStation, they'll eventually do whatever you want. 
We're the ones who, not, not me, obviously. I'm a huge trophy whore. You're the ones who are like, there needs to be, hey, rules and regulations and this. There doesn't have to be anymore. So you're saying they re- release the DLC trophies without DLC. Just make, put them put in there Additional at trophies. I mean, additional trophies. It, you know that I mean? way, people, in, you can have the best of both put it, You just call it the multiplayer suite trophies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come up with a better name. Talking about another, another offender, correct me if I'm wrong, Last List fucked this up, right? Where Last List original trophy was awful. The original trophy list required you to... I mean, I don't, I'm like, I think I have to. I, I can go to PSN profile. I think it required yeah. you to complete the uh, multiplayer factions campaign, which, like, there are two sides, right? You had to play as, I think, what, the the maybe the Fireflies? And, and you then could the other fucking side? lose at the very last second and it would be over. Yeah, so you had to go through it and play however many matches, a lot of matches to complete those campaigns in order to earn the trophies, which a lot of people just don't want to do because they're single-player gamers. Of course. And yeah. even for me, as somebody who loved Last of Us Factions and played a lot of Last of Us Factions, I didn't get both those trophies, partly because I split my time between uh, the original 2013 release on PS3 and yeah. then playing Remastered on 2014, so it was a different trophy list. Sure. Uh, and a different, like, multiplayer progression, so, like, I just didn't have the opportunity to, to do all those matches uh in one version of the game but even still yeah like complete the firefly journey was one of them complete the hunter journey the was hunter. another. build your clan to 40 people in factions then there's another win a game of supply raid and survivors and find a match i don't love that yeah but i appreciate that it wasn't that bad but then yeah tr- i mean last of us just a historically terrible i have four percent of the trophies on last of us ps3 four percent how because it's a terrible trophy list really I, I mean, I yeah, it, like, and it's that thing. I I completed it on normal, right? So that gave me completed on normal and completed on easy, and those are my trophies in the last. What are the other tro- what are the trophies are in the last list? Find all the Firefly pendants, mm-hmm. collect all the comics, yeah, find all the artifacts. Any, there's not any like chapter trophies or anything like that. Find mm-hmm. all the training manuals, find all the collectibles, craft every item, uh, unlock so all shiv doors, stuff. fully upgrade Joel with the supplements, fully upgrade all weapons, engage all optional conversations. Which of course you turn your back once, you fuck one up, it's over. Survive all of Ellie's jokes. Complete the game on hard. Complete the game on survivor. Complete the game on easy plus. Complete the game on normal plus. Complete the game Can on I hard Can I add in plus. a rule? Huh? Yeah. Can I add in a rule? Uh, have fun with the trophies. Okay, I'll take it. Like, let me do a trophy that is, uh, what, in, I remember in Assassin's Creed, I want to say it was either Origins or Odyssey. There was like a big uh, statue of a naked the man. The, yeah, and I think there was a trophy for it hanging was? on the dick. Yeah, oh yeah. Give me trophies like that. That's yeah. fun shit, right? When I yeah. look at the trophy list, I want to see, see shit like, go to this odd area of the map and emote in this weird spot that means some kind of inside joke to y'all. For me, that's the kind, those are the kind of trophies where I'm like, oh, that's, that's really fun as hell. Shadow of Mordor was one of the early um, uh, uh, platinums that I got. Maybe the first platinum that I got. And that was, uh, that was a game that I just lo- fucking loved experimenting in, right? And yeah. like, I forget exactly what that trophy list was, but if I'm playing that game, right, I like the idea of, hey yeah like set up a specific kind of hierarchy in the nemesis system like give me weird fun shit to do that i wouldn't do regularly while playing but stuff that's not too hard right stuff that's actually fun to try and figure out now and stuff that's actually fun to try and do i'm scrolling through my odyssey trophies i'm struggling to find it i remember that though I remember hanging from the dick. I remember taking mm. a photo. I remember that being a thing that I saw on, on Twitter. I forget if that was a trophy or not, but... Maybe it was just hanging from the dick? Maybe maybe people were just hanging from the dick. But even, st- <laughs> but even still, I, give me a trophy for that. That's fun. Well, yeah. They, I mean, that's what I, enough people don't have fun with. They get in, lost in the weeds of collect everything, do this 300 times, do all these horrible fucking things. Exactly. Nobody wants to do that. Like Unlock 100%. What's the weird Jedi Fallen Order one, Greg, that I'm thinking of, where it's like you have to... 
there's like the map that you get with BD1. Oh, you like you have to, to like explore complete... at 100% of the map. Yeah. So you're running like... around looking for the little corner you didn't go oh, to. Oh, that's yeah. dumb as hell. Like, well. like it's almost like when, uh, like it reminds me, granted, no trophy uh, connected to it, but Metroid Dread, where it's like if you go into a room, it doesn't like uh, on your mini map, it doesn't show that you've like completely explored that room because like, oh, you didn't jump high enough in this corner kind of thing. And the fact that that's tied to a trophy for a game, yeah. absolutely lame. I, I hear. Here's what it is. I'm on uh, P- uh, PC Games N. I'm sorry I had to come here. Dustin Bailey in September 2018 wrote about Assassin's Creed Odyssey lets you climb a god's penis. And what it was is that no, it doesn't seem like there's a trophy attached to it, but there's a comment attached to it. Oh. Whoever you are makes a comment. If I don't think that's what it was. This is one I'll, I'll throw in, and it's kind of speaking on um, a bit of what we're already talking about with like both the multiplayer stuff and then having fun with trophies. Is speak to a variety of playstyles. Uh, I'm playing FIFA currently. Right, and I'm there's a specific mode in FIFA that I like to play. It's online seasons. It's basically ranked online mode. I am earning earning zero trophies. When I dipped into like the career mode and into FIFA Ultimate Team, then I started to earn like a trophy in here and here here and there. But I'm yeah. still not earning a lot of trophies. And looking through the trophy list is because they're they're looking for you to play specific kinds of modes and get deep into those modes in order to earn those trophies. But FIFA is the kind of game that can be played in a variety of ways. If I am just playing online seasons. I'd love to still be earning trophies, right? Why isn't there a trophy for hit a bicycle kick and score? Why isn't there a trophy for a score from this far out from the post, right? Like, there's a lot of fun that you can have with that. Um, and I think if you're speaking, if you if you build in trophies that can be earned, whether you're playing online seasons or you're playing ultimate team or you're just playing a single player match, I think that would be the way to do it, right? That way you're not alienating certain parts of your audience. Sure. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Because that is the thing of like when there's a, tr- a game I'm playing that I really enjoy, but there's a mode I don't want to go, you're like, oh, that sucks. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't, don't want to grind for this and something I don't want to do. Uh, I'll put in number six no difficulty trophies. We don't need this shit. And again, this is something that the world's woken up to. It's been getting phased out. I just read through all that Last of Us crap. Not only, you know, play it on the hardest difficulty, but then play it again on New Game Plus or whatever. All that's being phased out. You don't see that as much anymore. People are waking up to not only are, do most people not like difficulty trophies, the other part of it locks people out of accessibility. Of course, mm. you're, and I guess, you know what? That should be number seven, too. Uh, accessibility uh, uh, options don't affect it. Oh, yeah, 100%. The way the last was part two and God of War Ragnarok have been, like, allowing you to change the difficulty mode, turn on the, like, different saturation for the colors. and like yep. have You jump be- there. I, I mean, I jumped to uh, Celeste. Where if you wanted oh, to, yeah. you could just set it to God mode or whatever it is and play through and still get the platinum the game, beat the game, be done with it. I think that should be it. But, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think? We have three trophy rules left in our Ten Commandments as brought to us by Jack Martin. And I want each and every one of you to write in with what you want added to these P.S. I love you XOXO trophy commandments. We will read them next week. Of course, write in for free. Kindoffunny.com slash P-S-I-L-Y to be part of the show. We will go through. We will vet some. We will pick some. And we will put it all on the show, uh, on the show for Monday, which means I need it by the end of Sunday. No, do it by Sunday morning. You know? Yeah. Go to church, come back, and send in <laughs> your Ten Commandments of blasphemy <laughs> for the PS I Love You trophies. <laughs> for now, let's talk about my topic of the show. Dots, 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 dots. Well, bless. Greg. It's here. It is. The DualSense Edge, ladies and gentlemen, of course, launches January 26th. Our friends at PlayStation sent us two for review. However, as you can see, we have not opened them yet. So this is just an unboxing. So it says provided by PlayStation for review, but it should say provided by PlayStation for unboxing. Before we even crack them open, what's your hype level for the DualSense Edge? It's funny. I've been getting more hyped as we as we've gotten closer to the DualSense Edge. I remember talking to you on a previous episode of PS Love You. It was me, you, and Janet, and Barrett, and we were talking about how uh 
we weren't really that excited just based off of the kind of games we play in our play styles. You know, I'm not somebody who usually gravitates toward the uh, uh, toward a uh, like I guess a higher functionality controller. That's not usually not my my thing, right? Sure. You and Jane, I kind of talked about the similar thing of do you need paddles if you're playing Chicory or like <laughs> whatever Greg Miller plays? Uh, like, what's the game where you're delivering mail in like a small neighborhood? Like, <laughs> Lake. <laughs> like, like, do you need do you need the extra functionality for for games like Lake? Great point. Right, but then like over the break, I actually had a moment where I was playing FIFA and I was like man, I could use some extra buttons. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not a thought I have often, but I had it while playing FIFA. Again, as we gear up for review season here, and we are going to be playing so many games that are more action-oriented, right? Mm-hmm. When you talk about something like a Forspoken, I, I guess Dead Space to an extent, you get into these, like, and these are the games I'm playing, or going to be playing, I should say, uh, that are going to be a shooter or an action or whatever. That's when it, it's no longer about Lake for me. It is about, well, of course, you don't want to take your finger off the stick. Would this have made like Battle in Callisto Protocol better and something like that? Yeah, and like hype level for me is interesting of, for I understand how, you know, Mike is obsessed with the Xbox Elite controller. And so I know there's something there and I don't know if, will it ever catch on with me? If it's ever going to catch on with me, it's this one. Sure. But again, I've never been some. I go in and I use the uh, Xbox Elite. And I, I mean, first thing I do in the gameplay lab is take off the paddles because all I inevitably do is bump them and screw something up. But. Yeah, I mean, I, that's I have a scuff controller at home for the PlayStation Five. Yeah, and I don't use it often because I don't like accidentally pressing the controllers. And the that's all you got to relearn. You're gonna have to do a whole thing. So we'll see. We'll have impressions soon for you. Again, this is just an unboxing. Uh, again, like I said, January 26, 2023. You can start opening yours. Don't wait for yeah, me. I'm get worried about like fun. the tape thing. Barrett, do you want to come out here? And get, you can come out here and do a shot, bear. ladies and gentlemen. Barrett, the producer. We'll come out here, which means we'll have to go to one cam. While hold on, stop! Don't don't unbox it all the way because he's yeah. got to come on. He's gonna well, I'm just work, I'm working on the tape. This he's going to move a, a cam around. Oh, he's going to use which one? Yeah, you can bring me a very sharp knife, also, Barry. <laughs> oh, you can do it. Come on, uh, get yeah, in there. Also, nails. just tear the box. No, Whoa. you're going to put it all back together in this box and put it back what, on the a box. Shelf? Is so nice. There's a, okay, so if you didn't know, these, you know, like I said, two hundred dollars, uh, January 26, twenty twenty three. In the box is the DualSense wireless controller. I'm sorry, the DualSense Edge wireless controller, a USB braided ca- cable, two standard caps. They're attached to the controller. Fine. Two high dome caps. Two low dome caps. Two half dome back buttons. Two lever back buttons. Connector housing. A carrying case and an instruction manual. Love the carrying case. I so what are you gonna? You're not gonna have a carrying case that you put back in the box. I have a problem, is what I'll say. All right, I, there are so many boxes, empty boxes <laughs> for accessories and like Xbox, like like my um, PlayStation Five and Xbox uh, packaging. Is, yeah. I still own. I've never used these boxes. No, they're just piled up in my closet and under my bed yeah, for no, no reason. What if I move one day? You're not gonna put your controller back in it. How do you know that? I know you. <laughs> this has a carrying case. You're not gonna do that. But what if I do? And what if I want? What if I want to look back? What if I want the nostalgia? Oh no! Oh, oh! Why, Greg? Box means nothing. It means nothing. Why would you do that? Cause I'm not the why. And why? And for years at IGN unboxing things, I tear open the collector's edition. And people are like, why do you want? That's Inside, exactly there's me. an amazing crate and a statue. Why do I want the crappy-ass box that it comes? And then there's a fine box. But this is just a controller box. Who cares? Y'all got to get your head checked. You're living in fire traps at home, all right? You're all living in a bunch of fire traps. <laughs> Honestly, my, my whole apartment right now is very flammable, just based on, on all the boxes Even after the flooding. <laughs> Even after the flooding. <laughs> we can't catch a break. Oh, I, I like this one. Baird is so intense. Uh, he wants. He's bringing a stick mic in here so he can still jaw at us. 
Barrett, you do so good. Barrett, a round of applause, everybody, for Barrett running this that show. The kind of funny X cast, killing there it out there. See, go. here's the thing. Well, actually, you already read through the stuff on the box, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, I was gonna do that. It's you like, thought I wouldn't have you, but I read it off the blog. You yeah. read the little back stuff there, you know? Well, which this back stuff? Yeah. What does that say? I don't know. Per Perfector gameplay. <laughs> you, you, why? Just give all the marketing speak <laughs> off of the yeah, box. Exactly. Greg, you try to read yours off of your ruined. No, here's the I can still, still do it. Perfect your gameplay. Get an edge in gameplay by creating your own custom controls to fit your play style. Ultra customizable. Oh, you already read those things. Well, I didn't read it. What did they do? I have the blog stuff I was going to read if you want, but you can read, read the box, you shill. Oh, yeah. Ultra customizable out. controls, play with remappable buttons, tunable triggers, and sticks, changeable stick caps, and more. And here's the thing, right? Like going back to the fact that originally, you know, we weren't that excited for the dual sense just for who we are as uh, players of video games. But I, I think, like you said, I think this might be the one for me where once I start using it and if I make this my default controller, yeah. if. I, I, I can see myself getting into things like the like the remappable uh, uh, buttons, right? Like if I getting in the different triggers and the different uh, uh, sticks and stuff, I could see myself being like, oh, actually, I like how this feels compared to the original Dual Sense. If this can help me in Monster Hunter, if this can help me in uh, uh, not Knockout City, Rumbleverse, there it is. Uh, yeah, Very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, there would be something there, maybe. But I don't. And again, I think what's interesting to compare it to the Elite controller for me personally is, of course, I'm not an Xbox player. I'm a PlayStation player. Mm. So even getting an Elite controller, you know, I don't play the violin. You give me the nicest violin. Yeah. Can't. I can't you play like to it. Remove the all the buttons on Mike's uh, controller in the lab over there. I, I hate it. I like trade. Just drive him crazy. Yeah. Man. All right, you cracking it finally? You, you know, you're gonna do this one all nice and calm. Yes, too? I am. Yeah. Yes, do I it am. Nice and calm. Yes. <laughs> This is blessing. And the packaging is so nice. Like, look at this. It's a cardboard box. It's the same as getting when you're getting a dual. It's wrapped like the controller is wrapped in a blanket like a baby. I well, I mean, again, for two hundred bucks, you better feel like yeah. you're getting something nice out of this. Got a nice case. All right, here we go. I better feel like I can wipe this dual sense edge butt. You know. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going. You ended up not anywhere I thought you would go. All right, there it is. Oh, that's a nice little case. Yeah, I'm digging this carrying case. I don't know if you can see it off the camera, but there's Turn, a rotate PlayStation it a bit, like, towards me. If you maybe you get more of it. Yeah, yeah there it is. There, there it is. is. There you get some shadows on it. Or why is there too good? On the back, you have the sacred symbols. I like that. This is a harder oh. case than I thought. Yeah, same. Yeah, just uh, top uh, yeah. of the back of the say, case at the top. There you have the. Better be protecting my baby there. If I drop this know? right now. <laughs> little PlayStation uh, logos on your zippers. This is a really nice carrying case. I wish I had like a some kind of handle or something. Oof. Now my there thing with carrying says. cases, uh, yeah. right? Bless is like, where are you taking this out? You know. I mean, maybe what? I take it back and forth from the office to home because uh, I have my. Whoa! Home. You got your ass yeah. there. It. I got my home PS5. Got my work PS5. He did. He did fucking get me there. Oh man! You know what? You know what? I'm kind of digging this. Look at All this right. guy. Bear with me, everybody. I'm gonna. No, you're doing great, baby. You're doing great. So far, I'm holding in my right hand a Dual Sense and the Dual Sense Edge in my left. Not a huge weight difference. That was one of my complaints with the Xbox Elite controllers that I felt like it was just way heavier than it needed to be. Um, getting closer to blessing here. Yeah, I think one of the things about the why do you need a carrying case for it? And again, I'm not one of them pro gamers, as you know. Uh, my thought would be right is the fact that. Once you get into a rhythm and you have it mapped the way you want, and that's how you play that game, if you're going to your friend's house or going to go compete against somebody, right, you're going to want to have the same setup, the same layout. That was one of my reasons not maybe not wanting to do it. It's because I don't want to learn to play a game one way, have to play it a different way, you know, later. Can you, can you hand me the base dual sense? Yeah. That cheap piece of shit. <laughs> very expensive. Still very expensive. It actually is very expensive. Let's describe the weight difference to me because that's the thing I want to know. The most I just said it wasn't I mean, like, like DualSense Greg, has a good weight to it. 
I mean, it's, it's the same. Okay. Uh, Greg, Greg mentioned right. Like, I think the weight is. It might be like a little bit heavier on the on the um, edge side. Good. I like a heavy controller. Yeah. But I think for the most part, it's the same. I do like the the coloring though. I do like the more black on the DualSense Edge, uh, the black touchpad, and then like the black is a bit cleaner. And I don't know if that's just the fact that this DualSense I'm sure you've had for the last two years. Do you? No, actually, no. This is sleeker. This is a different material. Oh yeah, yeah no, no. It, this is way sleeker. The actually. back of them too here. The like uh, the top portions where your your hands would usually rest are the normal DualSense uh, texture, but on the back here, this is not leather, but I would you know it's got that like porous rubbery it's like it's not the you know how which part right here where like where my two fingers are this part. oh oh yeah i don't, I don't know what that. you describe that as you know what i mean but it's it's a rubbery texture oh, yeah a little bit more rubbery it's, it's got more grip than a regular dual sense for sure again a black touchpad with all the sacred symbols across it very nice on that one yeah shinier midsection like you said buttons are black versus the white ones of the dual sensor you already did a little bit but you can do more right See the differences we're talking about. I'm talking about the rubber, cool. the rubbery feel being here. Oh, I'm sorry, here. I can't even tell which one. This is rubbery, and that's just the normal. I, 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 I am digging the adjustable triggers a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I, uh, <laughs> I've not been a, an adjustable tr uh, trigger guy up until now. But how are you adjusting? Oh, yeah. is that they're the they're easily adjustable. You know. Oh, oh, here on yeah, the back. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah. with like, uh, and that tells it like how much pushback you want to give it. Exactly right? right. When I set it all the way, when I'm click, it turns R2 and L2 into buttons basically. Because you yeah. can then where I'm not squeezing. Yeah, exactly. So they don't go as far back, so you can get to other things quicker, right? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, yeah. A, qu a quicker pull. Gotcha. Now, are you gonna do? Are you? What are you gonna do with your sticks? Are you gonna leave them as is? Are you gonna get in here with your uh, concave, convex, what high dome caps or low dome caps? I mean, I like, I like the. <laughs> we never the, left the dome. <laughs> I like the default sticks. You know, yeah. like these. I mean, these caps remind me of, uh, of the PS3 uh -oh. sticks okay. in, in a way that I great. don't like. Yeah. Those, I feel like my fingers always, are gonna slip off. Yeah, and they always tore away so easily too. Yeah, like I don't know, and I'm sure people will tell me in the comments uh, or tweet at me like what scenario this like these thumbsticks are going to benefit you compared to the ones that are already have because I do like the more concave sticks that come with the. See, and that's controller. always my problem. No, not my problem, I guess. But like my thing with it is this, I've never had that moment of like holding the dual sense and being like, or do yeah, the dual sense and being like, oh man, if only. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I feel like if I, you know, when this is out there and I, I see people playing the games we love and the PlayStation games we play, and they're like, "Oh, this is how I do it and how I change it." Yeah. Like, okay, maybe that makes. Funny sense. Funny enough, like the thumbsticks were a problem for me with the PS3. Like that was where I was like, "Man, if only the sticks were a bit more, like had a bit more grip to them." Because it was specifically FIFA where I would be, I would be on a run and I'm like holding that shit oh, yeah. right as much as I can, and then my fingers like slipping off. Uh, I've not really been having, I've not had that problem with the PS5 controller. Oh, this is interesting. So I don't think I'm gonna okay. be sticking to these. Okay, talk to me, Greg. I just came off the stream of playing Monster Hunter Rise, and now right. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, well, if I put triangle and circle on the back paddles, I, I wouldn't have to oh, take, you know what I mean? Like, I, would, I could exactly. be attacking and moving and moving yeah, the camera yeah. a bit more. Huh. I do. Huh. I think, <laughs> we already knew this, but I, I do love that um, the back paddles are removable, right? Like, yeah. In my, with my scuff controller that I have at home, they, they're not removable, and that's, that, that's why I don't use them, right? Like, gotcha. the fact that I can take these things the, off means the, I'm the, actually going to use this thing. That too, which uh, I feel like for these more like pristine controllers you kind of have to do yeah 100 percent. i'm kind of excited about this i'm not gonna lie yeah well yeah. i'm looking forward to playing with it this uh week and getting more information out there to see what we have to say soon that's what we're allowed you to gotta say let me uh try out a uh, neon white with these controllers oh yeah because oh. with the steam deck right that's why i got into back paddles was because the uh um the back paddles with neon white on the steam deck 
perfection. Mm, I'll drop this off on your desk right now, Barrett. Cool. Like I popped you. it off. I released it. Unfortunately, it was. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> Are you supposed, is that one of the parts that's supposed to come yeah, off? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way you can get in there and mess with your sticks. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll okay, let okay. you just break the DualSense edge. <laughs> Unfortunately, bless. Playing with back paddles on PS5 won't fix the broken trophy on Neon White. What's the broken trophy on the uh, why did I hear about this? Uh, collect all gifts. Uh, where uh, there's like a gift in every level that you okay. give to your friends and stuff, and it ups their kind of um, friendship level and stuff. Collected all the gifts. Trophy Nothing never popped. No. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. bullshit. And it, like that's so upsetting. Uh, two other people have reported about it, and so like, <clears throat> let me yeah. guess. The devs are like, we don't care about trophies. Yeah. I mean, you can use this for uh, PC. That's true. That's true. I have thought about like I'm I'm so deflated on the trophy run though. Where I thought mm. about like, do I just do it on like get all the Steam achievements or whatever? But I'm like, nah. I did all it was so much work already. I mean, at that point, yeah, just get the Xbox achievements. Fuck you, PlayStation. <laughs> Let's go all in. <laughs> I don't think it's on Xbox. Damn. Oh, well, is I guess it you not? have to do it then. Yeah, well, so, yeah, that's why PlayStation's better. <laughs> it's crazy. The way we flip man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's the DualSense Edge. We'll have impressions very, very soon for you. On PS, I love you, XOXO, when we can get some time with it, and then whenever the embargo is, I'm not saying anything. Don't worry about me, everybody. Uh, for now, let me remind you, ladies and gentlemen, on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. On patreon.com slash kindoffunny, of course, you can get each and every episode of PS, I love you, XOXO, for not free. You're paying for it. You're going to get ad-free. You can watch it live as we record it, usually, except when there's embargoes like this. And you can get 38 episodes of exclusive content all on patreon.com slash kind of funny but guess what jack you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny so here's a word from our sponsor this week on patreon the next gen crew of kind of funny myself barrett joey and roger did a fantasy film draft picking which movies we think are going to be the best reviewed and we had some wild choices this third one is about to pop off with one jonathan majors because he's looking at God a big thick boy he has a creed three baby he has a killing me man go. not even on my list <laughs> roger how what is, is that your not on your list <laughs> dune 2 Right, mm, like, that's going to be a banger. Yeah. We have Austin Butler. Wasn't he, like, a child star in something? He, Zoe 101. Yeah. Zoe 101. Oh, he's the, my God. He's, the, he's like the bad boy. <laughs> yeah. <He's> the, oh. <laughs> my dude. Oh, oh, my God. My God. Oh, man, I love that dude. Can we draft a like, movie DLC? <laughs> <laughs> trailer. Uh, I would like to draft an unannounced Marvel like post credit yeah. scene. Like, Head over to patreon.com slash funny to listen to this and hundreds of other exclusive episodes right now. All right, we're back. Sorry about that, Barrett. I had to chase you off, but I figured that was a natural... Shout out to Barrett for well, like I, I, picking I just, up the cue. <laughs> I needed to get the time code, so cool Greg knows... Barrett's uh, a smart man. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I, I know you're up to it. I know you're on the, the job. Uh, Blessing, what's happened this week in PlayStation? Uh, speaking of hardware, PlayStation has revealed the PlayStation VR 2 full launch lineup with 13 new titles. <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am pulling directly from the PlayStation blog, and this is what I want to do, Greg. I want to go title by title okay. and do a... Do kind of a, a rating scale, and you can we can workshop what we want this to be. Can we, does it be? Is it hot or not? Is it Ooh, does, hot or not? Okay, okay, because it, it could be that. It could be the one we did what last week, where it was like you know must play, might play, pass. Sure, but uh, my question is going to be since there are they are announcing thirteen games. Yeah, how many? How do we have the hype on? Do we know what these games are? Like already, you know what I mean? Oh, like it's yeah. one of those things okay. of like they just re, you just read me a title. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. All right, so, so I, we might have to do research, is what I'm saying as we go. I'm fine with which that. is hard for us. We usually just come out here and talk. <laughs> so I'm gonna read off the list of Got the it. new titles, and okay. then we're gonna move on to the list of the full launch window lineup. Because okay. not all these games are coming out day and date uh, with the PlayStation VR2 launch, but it is. Boo! <laughs> What's the point of it then? What are you talking about? They're not coming out day and date. Launch window, launch window. So oh like my by, God. but they they do give us an actual like time frame for launch window. So it's through March. Okay. 
Through March is the, is the launch window, which is better than okay. like okay. I'm what sorry. we usually Okay, get. okay. Through March, I'll, I'll let it slide. PlayStation, you're off the hook. Except you, Jim Ryan. Make every game have a platinum. So, Especially fucking VR games. The newly revealed titles go like this. Before your eyes, Kayak VR, Mirage, Pavlov VR, Puzzling Places, Song in the Smoke, Rekindled, Synth Riders, Remastered Edition, Thumper, NFL Pro Era, What the Bat, Res Infinite, Tetris Effect Connected, Creed Rise to Glory, Championship Edition, and then the last, Clockwinder. All those, they're, uh, they're on the PlayStation blog, right, where I'm pulling from. There is a blurb for each of these games, so if there's any one of these that you're like, I want more info on, we can, oh. go, we can go to the PlayStation blog and then read the blurb. Got it. But now, let's go through the full list of 30 games, 30 launch window games for PlayStation VR 2. Remember PlayStation VR 2 coming out February 22nd, 2023. I don't know why I'm we'll saying that. Like, I'm selling it or something. We'll be talking about uh, PS, I love you, XOXO. Whenever we can and there's an embargo, we'll have it. Don't worry about it. Games cast and stuff too. Hey, how you doing? There you go. So going through the full list of games, we're doing hot or not. And we can go, we can get further information on any of these. Just say the word, Greg. Kay. Starting off, After the Fall. Are you give familiar me, with After the Fall? Give me the, the blurb. So going to the blurb, After the Fall, I believe, is, is a Janet Garcia joint. So she, if she was here, she would have told us all about it. Oh, no, that's Before Your Eyes, actually. Never yeah, before, no, Before Your Eyes, I know. Janet, I know. I never played it on PC. This is my moment. It's hot. So After the Fall, I'm actually going to have to Google, because they only have the blurbs for like the 13 oh, for the brand, new ones. brand new games. But looking into After the Fall, it came out December 9th, 2021 on the Quest, and for, and for PS4. Uh, so this might have been one that was already on PlayStation VR. Open up the Steam page. From the team that brought you Arizona Sunshine comes an epic VR action FPS with intense co-op gameplay at its core. Team up with friends and take on a hostile VR world filled with ferocious undead, mutated and twisted by relentless cold. I'm good. You're good? Yeah. I'm also good. Uh, and that's not discounting the idea that this is a good game. Of course. Me, oh, we're not insulting any of these games for sure. And this course. is a cross-buy too, apparently. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, this is one so It does me. have a PS1 version. PS, we, play, PSVR one. As, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. As we continue to be like, well, what's our, why, why are we doing this? What are, why are we getting this system? <laughs> Next up, Altair Breaker. Nah. I don't even know what that is. Go is on. it one of the new ones or is it one of the old ones? One of the old ones. See, this is the problem. I'm, t- I'm typing it on Google. Okay. Next is Before Your Eyes. If you don't remember, this is the game you control by blinking. It won a bunch of awards. Uh, again, this is, I think, going to be one of the great uses of the eye tracking and stuff at launch or launch window of what you can do with this and how you can do it. I know Before Your Eyes, again, yes, is a uh, Janet Garcia joint. It's one I've wanted to play. I will be excited. We're just doing Hot or Not? That's hot. Hot or Not? I'm saying really that's Really quick. Hot. On Before Your Eyes. Altair Breaker? Looks like a blessing-ass game. And I, and I, I went to the Steam thing, and I started watching the trailer, and I was like, actually, this is kind of cool. Why does the world look a little bit like Neon White? <laughs> like, this takes place in the same universe. Uh, enter the, the world. Steam looks like a... Mm-hmm. Enter the world of Altair and break... Uh, in, or in fight against the army of laws uh, left behind roaming around Vastus Isle in this map-based sword-fighting VR game. Team up with your friends and experience the feeling of transcendent battles in VR. Wow, this... Like, <laughs> I'm saying wow because the like the orbs are so near automata and like I I love near automata. I'm looking at them in this game. I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't know about that, but uh, I could see myself giving this a shot and being like, all right, it's cool. I don't know if it's why I'm I'm gonna get obsessed with it right now. Two months from now, bless us all in on this game. I'm talking all about Altair Breaker. So, so to be clear, Mm -hmm. hot or not. Hot, we're saying, like, I want to play this so bad at launch or whatever. No, I can, I'll right? say not. I'll say not. Yeah, okay. Just it make, looks, I'm saying just to define it for what we're doing. I don't even mean yeah, for yeah, this yeah. game, Altair Breaker. But yeah, Altair Breaker looks interesting to me, but I'm still going to say not in terms okay. of, like, before your eyes, hot. I'm hot on 100% as well. Hot on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cities VR. I've never worked, I've never connected with regular cities. 
Mm. I'm a huge SimCity fan. When cities initially came, and I know it's gotten a million updates and patches and stuff since then. Uh, originally came to PlayStation, I popped in. I was like, oh, I just it doesn't work for me for some reason. And so yeah. VR doesn't do it for me either. Like that's a not for me. Is it hot for you? No, it's a not for me. And I'm just not a cities person. That's not my kind of game. Yeah. You don't like city builders. You don't like fun stuff. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> next up is Cosmonius High. From the makers of Job Simulator and Vacation Simulator, welcome to Cosmonius High. Alchemy Labs presents an out-of-this-world VR experience with their hallmark interactivity and distinctive humor. Meet a colorful cast, adapt outrageous powers, and discover the source of the dot, dot, dot. I don't know if that's the Steam webpage <laughs> not having enough characters or if that is how it's supposed to end. Um, this is one that's been out, right? It came out March 31st, course, 2022. We did an unboxing for, uh, and trailer reaction a long, long time ago, sponsored uh, on uh, Kind of Funny Games on YouTube. But for me personally, again, this is, an, and again, this is us gearing up and trying to get our footing for PlayStation VR 2's launch. For me, again, this is a not. Like, I enjoyed Job Simulator at launch uh, when we, I played it on PlayStation VR. But when, even when Vacation Simulator came around, I was like, I'm kind of over this. Like, I don't need that kind of, I don't, I'm not looking for that kind of experience. For me, if, if I'm going to give your game a hot on the PlayStation VR 2 scale we've introduced here that's completely fresh and original, it means that I legitimately am like, oh man, as soon as I can get this, I'm going to play it. Mm. And, I, and a not doesn't mean fuck you into the sun. It means that blessing you, Janet, somebody, Barrett, just in general reviews would have to be like, no, this is a great game. You yeah, try. the idea that we come back, yeah, to the studio and be like, yo, you should check out XYZ game for PSVR. And 2. so for me, Cosmonius High would be a not just of like, oh, it looks colorful and cute, but I'm not going to pick that over another PlayStation 5 game to go play. I'm right there with And this, obviously, again, to be clear for what we're doing here, if it was like for reviews and stuff, I'm sure I'm going to touch all these games and have something to say about all of them. I'm just talking about right now in terms of... Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition. This is one where... I'm per I'm personally gonna say hot, not okay. even off the fact that like this is an exciting PlayStation VR release. More off the fact that I watched Creed one and two recently, and I'm into the Creed movies right now. And I've uh, like I've been wanting to check out Creed Rise for Glory. I know the game has been out for a minute. Um, I don't know. If, I, I would imagine that the Championship Edition is new. Um, and what is it? But, it's gonna bundle all the DLC, I assume, or whatever. Right? I imagine this yeah. again is a cross buy, so you could be playing it on PlayStation VR if you wanted. So I, I, I'm One. in the mood for Creed: Rise to Glory. <laughs> okay, is okay. the thing. Yeah, for me, it's a not. I've never gone and seen the movies, which I know is outrageous to Tim. Uh, but just in general, yeah, like I, I've played enough boxing games in VR and Wii and all that stuff, where I'm just like, I'm not stoked to go do it again personally. Next up, Demio or Demeo. I don't know how to Whoa! Uh, Whoa! What up? You are not going to skip the dark picture switchback, oh, sir. Oh, shit. My bad. My I bad. preemptively my bad. put a hot there because, the dark of course, switchback. we loved Until Dawn went on VR for PlayStation VR for Rush of Blood. Yeah. This is a very similar thing of, hey, it's uh, here we go. It's super massive. They are doing taking the dark pictures anthology and making another on rails you're like shooting around shooting stuff if you remember uh, when we made my mom play playstation vr at launch back in the old studio we put her into uh uh the yeah got until dawn a rush of blood and she had a we had a good time laughing at her of course but she had a good time in general with it like i'm i'm if for me again am i expecting a 10 out of 10 a 9 out of 10 no i'm expecting a cool theme park roller coaster shooter or whatever but that they did, and it's got our boy in it. Our boy. Uh, our I only play his music. The curator. Oh my! If they <laughs> super massive, it's not too late. If this game doesn't open with some level and then into the fucking weird European heavy metal, to, as him he walks down and all the picture frames come alive. Fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, and yeah, there's a hot for me as well. All right, I never played until Ron, until Dawn Rush of Blood either, so I'm excited for this to be kind of my first. Version Again, of that. like I don't think you know. 
oh my god you gotta go play it kind of thing but it was like especially at launch right like this is fun yeah like, and, I'm, and, and i'm more fresh on dark pictures like i haven't played until dawn since tw- when did that game come out 2014 until dawn the, the first one the original Whoa. game 2015 i think actually yeah i'm gonna say 2015 okay um but yeah i haven't played until dawn since then uh dark pictures you know like we've been continually playing these games every single 2015, year you're right um and I'm listen. They, I'm good with dates. They know? call them date poppy. They call me date poppy. Um, a dark picture is having returned to it over the years, right? And having just coming off of Devil and Me, which I didn't like, but still, I like the idea that I'm going to get these references to like these different games. Yeah, you, in the you, anthology. You, you, one of the things there was you know very clearly them going through um, House of Ashes, right? Like, yeah, where all the you know spoilers, vampires were running around. And like weirdly enough, I'm I'm a fan in the dark of the dark pictures games in a different way than Until Dawn. Or Until Dawn, Until Dawn played through it, loved it. It's per, it's what supermassive's first or second or second best game right probably between that and maybe the quarry um like the quality is there for until dawn i just have this weird like fandom thing now for dark pictures where i played it enough Listen. and now i'm like oh we're going to little hope oh we're going to you fucking, and me are on the same page about yeah house of ashes until dawn and the quarry great game standalone the dark pictures anthology is the modern day and video game equivalent of tales from the crypt mm. where it's like the curator pops up we get this story it's going to be the thing I nerd out every time he mentions that I'm back because he's reading my save files from the other games. I love that the the you finish that game and it teases the next game. Like, yep. are are any of these games nines, <laughs> eight fives? Like, probably not. Maybe House of Ashes, which I do love and I think is better than Until Dawn. It might be better than the Quarry, but that's an argument for a different day. Mm-hmm. I I think you whatever, but like I'm playing um Devil in Me right now, right? Mm-hmm. Or me and Poe were playing it while he was here, right? And like he has such perspective on it being a real story of the murder hotel and how that then uh, like we had a really great time we are having a great time with it but a great time in the way you have any great time with the mm-hmm. dark pictures anthology game or whatever so yeah we you, i would go as far as to say even though we are critical of them and don't think they're great games you and i are probably the preeminent dark pictures anthology fanboys oh yeah okay for sure. and i'm somebody who i don't i didn't give an official review for dark pictures devil and me that game for me would have been a two or one out of five wow. like literally like that's Wow! From a critical lens, that's like how not great of a time I had with you and I. Got, me, we have to. But, this isn't the time, uh-huh. but at some point we do have to dedicate a topic of the show or some discussion. Because mm. again, like I have such a different. Like, again, I if I was this <laughs> such weirdos. If I was, <laughs> we, I mean, we should just do an in review. Probably that's just the uh, dark oh, pictures yeah. anthology. That'd be great. That'd be great. But I would say like it's probably my second favorite. It's probably Devil and me. Yeah, huh. it's probably House of Ashes, Devil and Me, Little Hope, Man of Medan. Wow. Where Switchback will figure out that nobody knows. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we'll see. We've got to have that discussion. Because honestly, I'm not that far off, except for I put Devil in Me right below Man of Medan. Sure. Like, that's we best. really should do that. Yeah. Like, around Halloween. or Maybe when the next, the next one comes one. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up. Coming up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking of, uh, what, what's the next one called? It's like something 3080. Something in space or whatever. Yeah, it's whatever a it's cool space one that I'm yeah. excited about, despite not even, <laughs> even liking the last one. This is like the most, like, <laughs> we're in. I know, yeah. They, 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 they. Keep putting out your janky games. I'll play all like of dog them. shit. We don't care. The curator's back. Fuck. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> uh, Demio is the next game on Steam. Uh, adventurers, it's time to unite. Gather your friends and battle the dark forces uh, that have overtaken the world of Resolution Games' award-winning RPG dungeon crawler, Demio. The next generation tabletop adventure has arrived. Uh, Demio, I believe, originally came out May 6, twenty twenty-one, at least according to to uh, Steam. Um, and it's one that I want to say. Oh no, for sure, this was at a PlayStation State of Play. Yes in the fall um and i forget what our reactions were to it then but uh, probably the same now go have fun if this is your shit it ain't my shit i, I like you no thanks 
Yeah. This is a not for me. Like, I, I don't. It's weird because, like, I remember when, I mean, mm, that I won't go as far to say. I was going to say before Oculus even had the name Oculus, but that's probably not correct. I'm not the Oculus mm-hmm. uh, fanboy slash historian. But I remember the first time they came by with an Oculus at IGN, and that looks a lot like one of the demos I played at the time. Interesting. And this doesn't matter for anything except that. Uh, it's a not for me. Like, I'm not looking for a tabletop RPG or whatever the hell that you want to describe it to jump into. I think it looks really unique and really fascinating, and I, I love the idea of it, but I, I, th- this doesn't look like it's for me either. Next up. Discronia Chronos Alternate. I have no fucking idea, but I'll tell you right now, not. I'm I'm typing <laughs> it in. Show me, just show me whatever footage you got there, and I will eat my words. But Discronia Chronos. Nope, I'm good. From the, from the PlayStation I'm gonna, Store. I'm not gonna do that one probably. Play all three episodes of the animal st- or animal anime style science fiction <laughs> crime investigation. It's an in and out game. <laughs> Here's your animal style video game. Greg eats his words. Uh, episode one, two, and three are included in this product. Episode one and two are available to play now, and episode three will follow later in 2023. You live in Astrum Close. Let me make sure I'm reading the right thing because this doesn't sound like a VR game. No, yeah, it's, I mean, it looks like uh, that looks like Astro Clones if I've ever seen it. Uh, you live in Astrum Close, uh, an artificial marine city sealed off from the outside world under a vast dome. The safe ha- haven is seen as the last paradise for humanity as it stands on the brink of destruction. I don't know. This seems like some blessing shit. It too, does right? look like blessing shit. For okay, for, yeah. this is not my shit. I'm looking at this right now. I'm oh, not playing this. Oh, come on, bless. You don't want I like a... anime shit, but I like good anime shit. This you, well, like... you don't know if this is good or bad. We're just yeah. going. This is, hey, this is first reaction, first blush. We look at it and we decide. I'm going to say not. I, I would definitely no say not as well. I wish you well. Uh, a mystery. There's probably going to be some puzzles in there. Puzzle Poppy, you know. I mean, I do love puzzles. And it's anime. I do love puzzles. Next up, Fantavision 2020X. This is I. I'm in a weird in between space where I want to try it out. I don't know if I'm going to get obsessed with Fantavision, but yeah. like, yeah, this sounds cool. Okay. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've I'll never, say hot. I'll say hot. You're going to say hot. Okay. I'll give it to you. That is not like my jam. Mm-hmm. I look at this and I'm like, okay, cool. Is Again, this? The, is this new? Like, has this this hasn't come out before, right? Fantavision twenty twenty X. Is this like a sequel to Fan, to the original Fantavision? I believe so. Who knows? I'll try this shit out. I'll try this. Again, shit. I'll try. I'm, gonna, I'm sure we'll get codes for all this. I'm gonna jump into a million things. And I'm prepared to be like, oh man, this actually turned around. But like, looking at, I'm looking at this as would I buy a VR for it? Okay. Would I? Would I? You know, is this a must play for me? Next yeah. up, Gran Turismo Seven. No, but I mean, again, I understand mm. people who want to play racing games. I'm gonna say hot. Okay. I, I really want to try out Gran Turismo 7 in, in VR. That sounds like a really fun way to play it. Horizon Called Mountain. Come on. Hot. This is the one. The, yeah. right, this is the... If you want to talk about a make-or-break game, I think that this is the one for PlayStation VR 2. Mm-hmm. If this comes out and is great, PlayStation VR 2, okay, cool. They got something there. They got something going. If this comes out and it's just like, meh, whatever. If it comes out, and I, and I hate to say it, I, and I'm not even making a joke here. I hate to say it. If it comes out and gets kind of the reception Golden Abyss got on Vita, mm. we're like, no. That ain't the mm-hmm. sh- if that ain't the shit, like if you're putting this the franchise, one of PlayStation's the franchises on it at launch to prove what this thing is, and if it isn't it, then we're in trouble. Job Simulator. It's another one like um what was the one before the Cosmonius Co- High? Cosmonius High. Where like it, Job Simulator, great game. I'm not I'm not gonna play it again. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, exactly. I'm right there with but you. I'm, it's like, if this is your first VR, sure, check out Job Simulator. Sure. Dra- Jurassic World Aftermath. <laughs> I forgot. But maybe I didn't know that this was coming to VR. I mean, I'm a big worldy, but I'm good. I don't need to. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, say not. Also, not on that one too. 
kayak VR. I mean, I don't Mirage. Even, you don't even need to finish it. No, <laughs> you don't want a kayak game. No. That's one of the new ones they talked about. That's give me the kayak VR pitch. Here's the blurb: paddle through <laughs> paddle through the ice caves in Antarctica, kayak with dolphins in Costa Rica, conquer a thunderstorm in Norway, and discover the canyons of Australia. Explore these breathtaking locations with photorealistic graphics, a rich variety of wildlife, and immersive soundscapes that bring it all together. Barrett, is there? Thank you. Because this is the thing right now. I, oh, this looks beautiful, actually. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to look this good. See, I would rather, I guess it, it'd be like probably garbage, but I, I'd rather it be that you were doing like, and I think that just doesn't work. This seems like a tech demo sort of deal where it's oh, like, it's, we need something show, to display the power of the PS5. They show in the Horizon thing that you're kind of like, uh, not like full on kayaking. But Kayaking's you're huge. But like, if and in VR, you get like the a, motions. Yeah. Probably it's like, yeah, it's smart it's design. That in Horizon, why do you need a full game dedicated? Let's to say 2019 or 20, probably 2019, I went to uh, Judges Week. Are you just LA, kayaking in this game? Before you threw, yes. Is there no other gameplay aside from kayaking? No. It's called Kayak VR <laughs> Mirage. What else do you think like, you're doing in here? Am I just doing this for like two yeah. hours? Yeah. That's a knot, big time knot. Uh, but like, that's what I'm saying is I went and did a, a demos for the Oculus uh, lineup at one point, and they had a. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. They had a kayak game. <laughs> we, but got, we got multiple. Let's fuck. Okay, I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Kayak races? I'm fucking in. <laughs> Sign me up here. It was a. Uh, but I forget which one it was, but it was a kayak s- stealth game where you were like solid snake in a kayak. Where it was that's like you, you had like the night vision goggles and you had the sniper gun and you had the silence pistol and stuff like that. And it was like. Also a game I would not want to play for hours on end, but yeah. like fun demo. That would be a fun demo. We're, this is the problem. It's not, it's not a, a, what, a killer app, right? It's not this like, is the problem with VR in general thing. right now. Is there are so many things I look at, I'm like, even Fantavision, I'm like, oh, that'd be a fun demo. Mm-hmm. Is that enough for you to go plunk down $550 for this thing? And mm-hmm. can you assemble enough demos that aren't free, mind you? This isn't like you're getting it with the PlayStation VR 2, PlayStation Plus library of 30 games. Like You have to go buy each and every one of these games. Is that enough for you? Kayak mm-hmm. VR... I look forward to trying you and seeing a glacier fall, but I and again, if you have a platinum, maybe we'll talk. But I'm, I mean, they got racing though. They got racing. Uh, Kaizuna AI touched the beat. I don't know what that is. Um, like preliminarily, I'm saying not, but I'm gonna do a quick Google search. <laughs> Y'all give it a um, no, not not. You saw what it was. Like, <laughs> I that's saw all what I mean. it was. Yeah, it's another See, anime. I one. feel like you're only saying not because you're trying to you know get away from you know blessing loves his anime waifus. I don't know. know where I got this <laughs> reputation. This is like I'm look, not even first off. You we, look at this and guess what you're saying? Oh well, there's no Beat Saber at launch, yeah. so I might as well play this thing, which it's, is yeah. similar it's to a degree. Generic Beat Saber with uh, but you're dancing with an anime girl. Oh, there's a non VR mode too. You also, I'm pretty game. sure it was Genshin Impact Plus. That's that's where that uh, story began with you. But like the worst, oh, even like, they got to be naked to get in the mechs. It makes perfect sense. Oh yeah, so, no, that was Thirteen Sentinels. Oh, my yeah. apologies, my apologies. But that both, game had a great story. Game. Okay. <laughs> uh, ne- so that's a not for you. Would like Thirteen Sentinels, Barrett? All right, you, sh- you should actually play it though. You would like. Wow, it. Looking at that gameplay, just really does not look like it's for me. Uh, next up, L- the last Clockwinder. This for me is is a hot. Oh yeah! This is uh, when we get codes. I'll jump because this is one that is uh, reviewed oh, incredibly well. This I is the one right now on Steam. It's got a nine out of ten, a Metacritic of eighty, a Metacritic, not crit- cricket, sorry, <laughs> of eighty. Uh, the last, the last clock winder is a unique mix of automation and puzzle gameplay. Uh, since its launch, the game has been widely recognized for recognized for its innovative design, receiving several awards, including a whole bunch over there, whatever. Like again, I don't know. If I'd love it, but it's got enough juice behind it where I'm like, there's something here that I do want to play. When this one comes in and we have PlayStation VR 2, this would be one that I want to get in there and be like, all right, cool. What do you got for me? Yeah, I'm also going to say hi. I think this looks pretty dope. Okay. Next up, the Light Brigade. 
I don't know shit about this. Do you? No, but also like this. I think this is one that's already been out. Like even on right here yeah, on the blog, they say games. purchase includes the PSVR one version. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't hear anybody talk about it on PSVR one, so I imagine I don't need to check it out on PSVR. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Next up, uh, Moss One and Two Remastered. Hot. Hot. For the you know the very least, just to play Moss Two the way God intended it, not strap mm-hmm. the PlayStation VR. <laughs> Next up, NFL Pro Era. I'm saying hot. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, it's not one that I'm gonna rush off to play. Uh, but I can understand being like, okay, cool, that'd be fun. But again, is it fun for the demo? Is it fun to throw the football for a little bit and then just move on? Yeah. Next up, No Man's Sky. Love No Man's Sky, but I don't see myself booting it up on yeah. VR. I mean, the VR versions already existed. Of yeah, exactly. This thing you can go well. get it already, right? Pavlov VR. I don't know anything about that one. Uh, this is one that does have a blurb on the PlayStation blog because this is one of the new ones. The number one most popular multiplayer PC VR shooter is coming to PSVR. Whoa. What a strong opening statement. It's coming to PSVR. Like, oh, you don't know us? You don't know us? <laughs> Here we are. This is us. <laughs> Featuring realistic weapon. I'm going to need footage of this, Barrett. Featuring realistic weapon interactions and attachments and a range of competitive and social game modes. This sounds like it's, it's, it's going to come through and just fucking... Kick, um, what's the one that you fire firewall zero, zero hour? hour yeah. Sounds like I was gonna kick it to the side and be like, yo, Pavlov's here. <laughs> yo, you've all been playing some trash and thinking it's cool. Now yeah. we're here. They're like, they ring a bell, you start salivating. It's a Pavlov reference. I got it. It was, good. It was good. Yeah, thank you. But am I doing? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Listen, I actually, I'm gonna say a hot. Fuck, I'm in. This is hot. This looks like firewall zero hour, but better. Sure, yeah, it reminds okay. me a little bit of Blood and Truth, also. I guess this is multiplayer, so it's gonna be more firewall, but. Oh, you can do the fist bumps. Yeah, I'm in. I'll, if you want to yeah. try this out, I'll try I'm this in. out with you. We're doing it, everybody. Cool. Okay, but you got to invite Kevin, all right? Yes. So I mean, do we have enough PlayStation VRs for Kevin? You know what I mean? Great point. We'll have to see. Uh, pistol Whip. I love Pistol Whip, but I play Pistol Whip. How many whip. times do you got to play Pistol Whip? I understand. It's got a free upgrade. That's cool. I, and I appreciate, cool. by the way, them putting in here free upgrade for a few of these, letting us know. Yeah, but like, why does it exist for all of them? You know what I mean? Like, why am I... The developers. <laughs> uh, I, I refer a lot to... Um, uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, the reset era. If you go to reset era, put into Google PSVR two reset era, and they have a mega thread going. That's forty five games, fourteen cross by for launch month, and they go through and they mark them all there, so you know what's cross by. Nice. Next up, puzzling places. I don't know what the hell that is. That is. Oh, it's this game. This game actually looks really cool. Um, this one, it's a try. I'll say hot because I'll actually I'll at least try it out. I don't know if it's going to sell the platform whatsoever. Okay. But this one, I think, showed up in either one of those like roundups that they do on the PlayStation blog and the tweets, or it was a say a play. I forget which. Okay. But it's like a cool looking like puzzle game where you have like you're you have all these like pieces of world floating and you're putting putting them together. It looks interesting. It looks kind of trippy. Also, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm watching the I'm watching the thing here. Uh, oh no! I know. I'm sorry. This is a mega. I think hot I think Kevin. Was this is a mega this. hot from Greg. Oh, yeah, look this, at this! You're, you're all. It's a three dimensional puzzle. You're doing. Yeah. yeah, I'll fucking play the shit out of this. I love a good puzzle. I love a puzzle, and I don't mean like you know stupid video game puzzles. Yeah, we're hot on puzzles. I mean, if you're an audio listener, this is like a puzzle, but it's three dimensional. A literal, like a literal, pu- like a jigsaw yeah. puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Nailed it. Uh, Resident Evil Village. Hot. Hot. I mean, even for me, somebody who didn't like Village, I want to put. I I, yeah. I I loved Resident Evil Seven so much, right? I get yes. That right? Okay. Yeah. I always get confused. Uh, in uh, VR, that yeah, I definitely want to do this. Res Infinite already exists. Already came out, and it was like such a big deal on PlayStation VR when it did, and I enjoyed it there. That I'm just like, okay, it's cool that it's here, but it's not something I'm going to play again. You know, do get out there. Song in the Smoke. I don't know anything about this one. I'll I can do a quick Google. Is it one of the new ones or is it an old one? That's a good question. Uh, uh, this is an old one. This is no, no. I'm sorry. So, well, yeah, no, the smoke rekindled. rekindled. 
It's the ultimate VR survival action adventure, Ooh. a physical immersive game where you craft, hunt, and survive in a fantastic, dangerous world. Fully remastered with supercharged graphics, gameplay that takes advantage of the PSVR 2 sense controllers and haptics, and an all-new free jump and clamor mode, uh, completely unique to PSVR 2. Cool. It has a 15-plus hour um, single-player campaign. That's a skip for me. Or yeah, a not for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm well, a not, not in that. Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge. It's a not for me. Yeah. It already I, exists. Every, yeah, it's, it already exists and everything I've seen from like, all right, I don't know. Was the was Vader Immortal on PSVR 1? It was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Seemingly, seemingly not coming to PSVR 2 anytime soon. You know, just judging for... So at least launch, launch window, I should yeah, say. It's not yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say just uh, if there's any Star Wars VR game you should play, it's, it's that one. Yeah, Vader Immortal is real good. Uh, Synth Riders... Well, I mean, look, doing a quick Google search, that one was on PlayStation VR 1, and I hadn't heard of it, so I'm going to say probably not. Sure. Uh, the Tale of Onogoro. I don't know anything about it. This, it sounds like a cool title. Who is Onogoro? This is Synth Riders? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, Synth Riders actually looks pretty dope. It actually looks kind of fun. But also, I have B-Saber. Uh, you don't on PlayStation <laughs> VR 2 at launch? Ooh, let me tell you. The Tale of Onogoro. I'm looking at gameplay footage right now. This shit actually looks kind of fire. Uh, an action-adventure game that can only be experienced in VR. Haru has summoned you to Onogoro Island in a, in a parallel world. Together, you must solve sprawling puzzles and defeat giant beasts called Kami that are blocking your path. It is up to you to save the world. Bear, I need... I'm going to yeah, pull up some... Im, im, um, oh, this is some true blessing, uh, blessing shit. Now, yeah, this is what I'm talking about, right? I, I, I want the good you. anime shit. And this has some Attack on Titan vibes where you look up and there are giant... Uh, giant oh, yeah, beasts. look at the fun escort mission. <laughs> you got puzzles that Yo, you're get solving. get on this floating footstool. I'm going to push you around. Huh? You have puzzles. You have action. And look at this beast. Yeah, it's like Shadow of the Colossus vibes right there. Oh, you. my God. You just insulted Shadow of the Colossus. I'll have you know. All right? I'm into this. I'm into this. I actually put me as like a little bit hot. A little bit hot on this. Okay. Well, no, hot or not, bless. Hot or not. I'm saying hot. All right. Damn. I was writing a little bit hot, but he's just like, I'm all in. I'm doing it hot. All right. Tentacular from Devolver. I know this one, but I don't, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm looking it up on Steam. While you go, I'll continue. Uh, Tetris, effect, uh, Tetris Effect Connected. It's I, Tetris Effect, a fantastic game. Yeah. I'm not going to probably play it again. Thumper, uh, yeah. a fantastic game. I'm not going to play it again. Exactly. Uh, so this is right here. We are looking at Tentacular. Tentacular is a VR game about a gigantic but good-hearted tentacled beast try, <laughs> trying to figure out his place in the world. They kind of got like me. an Octodad. I kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, it is Devolver. I forget if Devolver Yeah, Devolver is I mean, it looks cool. I'm, I'm going to say It not. looks like a fun demo. It looks like something fun to try. Would yeah. I want to play five hours of this? Probably not. The, exactly. more it, the deeper it goes, the more I'm like, nah, that's not for Greg. Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, Chapter 2, Retribution. A hot for me. A hot for me as well. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, you know, if you haven't been paying attention, I, I did a demo for it. Uh, not eyes on. Uh, it, was, I, I didn't, it was hands off. Yeah. Uh, and it seems like it's a full-fledged uh, zombie RPG. Like, and I know that obviously walking to chapter one was like that, but they've made a bunch of different changes. They're, they're branching paths, a whole bunch of different stuff to do. This is one that, again, when it gets here, I'm hoping if it, well, I don't know, is it launch window? I don't remember if it's launch window or launch day, but if it's in that first round of reviews, it would be like, I want to play Horizon. I probably want to play this. And I know, of course, I could go play it on Quest right now, but trophies. Yeah. Vacation Simulator. Not. Uh, what the Bat. Not. I forget what What the Bat is. I'm going to do a quick search. And then Zenith, The Last City. Zenith is also another one that I've heard of, but I forget what it is. What the Bat is from the creators of What the Golf? Oh, I'm in. Is this new? November 17th, 2022. So it's relatively new. Okay. 
You have you have bats Fuck, for no. hands. God damn it! No, I'm totally in for it. I'm you totally have bats in. for hands. Now go swing through a series of increasingly silly mini games in a slapstick Holy VR comedy crap, yeah. that's about so much more than baseball. This is amazing. This is going to be the sleeper hit here. This looks fun as hell. I mean, what the golf was amazing. Yeah. And then yeah, just brush your teeth with a baseball bat to bat, bat, do all this. This is great. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay, I'm all in. Remember the time I, at the Game Awards I had to talk the what the golf developers out of rolling hundreds of golf balls through the seats. I Wait, really? That. Yeah. They wanted to. First off, they that wanted to like drop such a, a hazard. <laughs> they wanted to drop them on the red carpet, and they got talked out of that. And then, like, what if we just released them here from the seats? And I was like, that's a terrible idea. That's <laughs> Someone so funny. goes up to accept awards, slips on a golf ball, slips breaks their neck. Ball. That's you go to jail. Kojima <laughs> <laughs> never recovers. Uh, last up is Zenith, the Last City. Uh, fight, craft, explore, and lose yourself in a massively multiplayer world built for VR. I remember hearing about this one. It's open world VR MMO, action RPG combat, climb and fly anywhere. Not for me. I don't want to be in VR for that long. An MMO, playing that for hours at Here's a time. The, I, I this one is if I had is <sighs> hot or not. Of course, makes us make hard decisions. Mm-hmm. I would put this one down as a Greg hot. Oh. I would want to try this. I, would I want to stick around and be there forever? Nobody knows. You know what I mean? We got to see how the cards uh, land on that one. Mm-hmm. But the idea is cool. I do. I do miss my DC Universe Online days, which I know is still existence, and I could play it anytime I want. But you're not gonna do that in VR. But, like, the combat looks fun. And so, like, how does... I, like, this is another one of... We get the codes, and I want to try it, at least. I, that, that is one that I want to go off and do. Do I stick around in it? Probably not. No. But maybe I get, you know, fun times out of a couple hours. We'll see. And that is it. We went so, to 30 games. Launch window games. PSVR 2. And so, I'm going to put just the unanimous hots. Okay. Is that good? That's good. Okay. Unanimous hots are before your eyes. Uh, the Dark Pictures Switchback. Uh, Call of the Mountain, of course. Horizon Call of the Mountain. The Last Clockwinder, Moss 1 and 2, uh, Pavlov, after we saw this thing, <laughs> Puzzling Places is a hot for me. I don't know if it was a not for, was a not for you. It is for me, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Resident Evil Village, uh, then The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, uh, What the Bat, and then, I, yeah, those are the unanimous ones. It's pretty good, actually. That's yeah. more than I thought we'd get out of it, unanimous there. Yeah, I'm all, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it, right? And I think the thing for me with PSVR 2 is still the fact that a lot of these games already, are, already exist in other platforms, right? And, like, a lot of them... Like, uh, I feel like there's a lot of titles still missing from both new and exciting stuff, but then also stuff that I feel like should just naturally be playable on the, on the platform. I look at things like Astronaut Rescue Mission, Blood and Truth, um, uh, what was the other PlayStation? Trover what Saves the Universe. There's not an Astrobot launching with this. Yeah. And like, if for people who are picking up PSVR 2 brand new who maybe didn't have PSVR 1, like, you're not, you're not going to be able to play Astrobot. Like, that's such a bummer. Like, yeah. that's, that's one of the things that, that bums me out about this, uh, this lineup. But. For a launch lineup, I, I think it's fine. I think Horizon is kind of carrying the team here. Yeah. And hopefully Horizon is great. And that's the thing, man. Like, Horizon, period. Let's, uh, in a vacuum, you say you're putting on a Horizon VR game. I think it better be good. That's got a lot to live up to. That's going to be amazing. You look at the launch lineup, and you're like, oh, man, you are the big game. Yeah. You are the one that has to probably prove to a lot of people that, oh, man, I should pay attention to VR, PlayStation VR 2 now, or I can sleep on it. It's a lot of pressure, and I really hope yeah. they nail it. Don't get outshined by what the bad. Some quick hits for you for a PlayStation. I think days. inevitably it gets out of by What the Bat. <laughs> you think so? I think. I mean, look at how we just went. What the Bat. Oh, it's from What the Golf. Oh, and then you look at the track. Like, that, that's going to be my prediction. That's going to be, I know it's ridiculous because it's here. That will be this gen of PlayStation VR's job simulator. Mm. Where it's like, it'll be on the charts forever. Every year, every month they put out the what's selling on PlayStation VR 2. It'll be there forever because people will continue. You think it's going to be what Zelda Breath of the Wild was or Horizon 1 and Elden Ring was the Horizon 2 is exactly. what the bat, what the bat. exactly what the, <laughs> what the bat is going to be. 
Some quick hits for you. Uh, Last was HBO is a hit. Uh, Boris Kit at Deadline says this. Uh, the Last was drew a healthy number for HBO on Sunday night. The video game adaptation starring Pedro Pascal drew 4.7 million viewers across linear and HBO Max. It marked the largest debut after House of the Dragon since Boardwalk Empire launched in 2010. Wow. The premiere numbers were nearly double the season two debut, Night 4 Euphoria, which recorded 2.4 million last January. Second series- Zendaya. You know what I mean? Get <laughs> out of here. That. No, don't, no don't. one wants your drugs anymore. They want their drugs from Pedro Pascal. Don't be mean to my girl uh, uh, Zendaya. First off, Zendaya, if you did get this clipped out, I do love you, and I did love Euphoria. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll never you. say anything mean about Zendaya. Uh, that series went on to average 19.5 million viewers per episode in the in the U.S. Talking about Euphoria. Congratulations, Last of Us. HBO. What a great they episode. I can't wait for more. It is like, well, every so often, I'll be like, man, this week's kicking the shit out of me. And I'm, like, I'm getting closer to Sunday, though. Oh, yeah. Getting closer to Sunday. I get to see what happens with Joel and Ellie. Where where are you at with like the discussion with the <laughs> work in the story? Okay, well, okay. What's your what's where, where are you at with like whether this uh, series is veering too close to the game? Because I've seen a lot of that discussion go on. on I Twitter. hate that conversation after episode one. You know what I mean? It's episode one. Like, let's give them a chance here. Of course, I think starting off how they started off, I thought it was great as we talked about it. And I think the more I've reflected on it since that conversation, again every Monday nine a.m. YouTube.com slash kind of funny live YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Uh, it is the idea that it's expanding what's going on behind the characters that I know from the game, which I'm down for. And then to get in there and have it be some of those things be shot for shots, line for line. Like I like that as reverence to how good Last of Us is. Yeah. And that's the thing that I, from the get go, this was the thing that made me nervous that now I'm fully on the other side of where when they first announced the Last of Us TV show, I was like, Last of Us as a video game is cinematic enough. Like, how yeah. are you going to adapt these in ways that like, Make me makes me get over how good like Joel was depicted in, um, by uh, Troy Baker in the original game, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, you know Ellie and all the other characters. Like they have voices, they have faces, they have movement, they have like personalities that are conveyed in a cinematic way already. But watching the TV show, I think for me, I I was excited and happy about it in the way of like it just feels like a different interpretation on a thing I already love. It's almost like watching. Like, really fantastic... Uh, actually, this sounds like an insult. I was, I was going to say really fantastic fan fiction, but even still, like, a different... Just a different version of a thing that, that I love, right? Like, people... Yeah. You watch... Or you read comics, right? Like, you're an Invincible comic fan. Yeah. And watching the show is now a renewed experience, I imagine, for you, because... Of course. Oh, you're capturing this in a different way than, like, what I already experienced it as. But now, like, I have an additional additional version of this that I, that, that I love just as much. I, of course... I'm not, I, not a big theater person, but I have seen, you know, I in, growing up and being a theater kid and yada, yada, yada. How many times do you see the same play but done through different productions, mm, right? Yeah. And, what, and when you see an understudy or a recast or a new cast or the off-broad, like, I think there's something to that here as well, where it's like, is it too close? Is it, oh, I mean, it's the source material. It's what it is. Like, I don't, I don't want them to be, oh, well, and, uh, they're not clickers. They're lizards. That's what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, don't worry about it. Like, let's see what you do with it and what you do with the characters. And in a new medium and a new world, like, I think it's awesome. I, I can't wait for more. Uh, next up, Returnal comes to PC next month. Uh, this is with the PlayStation blog. It's a new year, and we are that much closer to the PC release of Returnal. We're thrilled to reveal that PC players can join Celine on Atropos on February 15th, 2023. Go get yeah. Great game. Go get them. Play it in ultra wide and have fun with or it. Or play it on Steam Deck. Oh, yes, Dean. Oh, I even think about that. Yeah, bless. Let's fucking go. Uh, and then last up for our PlayStation updates, Sackboy is the next big PlayStation series coming to mobile. This is Chris Scolian at Video Games Chronicle. A new free-to-play running game based on Little Big Planet is coming to mobile next month. Ultimate Sackboy will be released globally on Android and iOS on February 21st. Ultimate Sackboy is a 3D runner played with a similar viewpoint to other runners like Temple Run and Sonic Dash. Exciting. Did you play Run Sackboy Run back in the day? 
Maybe once. I don't remember. Anything. Is it? Uh, what's your take I'm on more them like, putting is, this out? So this is new. Ultimate Sackboy, or are they yes. bundling? Some? Ultimate okay. Sackboy is new. It's a new game. Okay. Yeah, I think I got an email on it too, like when they uh, announced it. But yeah, coming out February twenty first. Uh, Endless Runner, right? I, the interesting thing for this for me is the fact that PlayStation has been making their mobile push and like they've been hiring people to um, work on some mobile games. Yeah, Sackboy is such an interesting like. I, I I don't know if this is the beginning of that push or this is just in between like nah man we've just been working on this let's just yeah. put it out kind of thing but I just find it fascinating that Sackboy might be the PlayStation character with I imagine the most mobile games at this point <laughs> and like they keep returning back to the Sackboy well and it was a conversation that me and Tim were having of like is Sackboy just the experiment uh, yes. experimentative IP for them where they're like we have a, we have an idea that we want to fuck around with I don't know make it Sackboy. You know, because it's like they know he works with kids. They know he's, you know, people like him in general. He's a cute little thing, and they want to try to find a, a place for him to go. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Like I think that is what he is. Is he is the experiment, and I think he is in such a weird spot of just like media molecule, right? Little big planet. They do all the stuff, and then it's like we're done with Sackboy, and we're moving to dreams. And then yeah, he's the cart racer. He's the mobile guy. Yeah, he's the toy. Like it's interesting to see that happen and what that actually means for Sackboy. But it does lead to you know a lack of an identity for him and what he really truly is he almost feels like the opposite of what playstation has become in some ways in terms of you know like astrobot i would say is kind of the next up right i feel like he's almost the passing of the torch of the new playstation mascot lovable little cute character that you know kids can get into and like you know is doing all this stuff and has a goofy personality and shit um i would have assumed that maybe astrobot is where you would go go for with like a new bit like if if this was like a serious push, right, for a new mobile thing of we want to we want to put all bets on this, Sackboy feels like a, I don't know, man, like let's get goofy. Like what can we do with Sackboy? I don't know, make a runner. Like that feels like a non PlayStation. Sounds like they're hitting the pipe. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> what can we do with Sackboy? <laughs> what do we do with Sackboy? I don't know, right? But Sackboy is kind of feels like that kind of franchise where it's like I don't know, man, figure some shit out with Sackboy. Whereas Astrobot almost feels like they're careful with Astrobot. Like a- Astrobot's only had. A couple of releases and they've both been can't fuck it up very quality so now it's like you can't fuck up Sackboy or not Sackboy uh, you can't fuck up astrobot you know treat astrobot with care well he just doesn't have the juice right where it's like if you're a play, if you're a playstation and you're doing these mobile things you were taking your biggest ip and putting them over there right that's what everybody's been doing with their mobile stuff when you look at you know uh, nintendo and, and so forth um if you have the ip you need to put that out there because nobody's just gonna be like hey playstation's making a mobile game and it's a brand new thing and it's like oh who cares whereas like Sackboy at least mm-hmm. is like ah oh, well I liked Little Big Planet. I looked at that. I'm like, huh. I didn't look bad. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not the biggest endless runner person, but I, honestly, I was going to like, I might play this on PlayStation. <laughs> they put it on there. Like, right. Get some trophies. Now it's time for PlayStation Picks. Of course, that's where we talk about what's coming out this week and the games we picked to play on PlayStation. The drop this week looks like this. Uh, Gigantosaurus, uh, Dino Kart is out for PS5, PS4. A Space for the Unbound is out for PS5, PS4. Colossal Cave is out for PS5. Uh, Persona 4 Golden. Uh, and then Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3 Portable are out for PS4. And then Monster Hunter Rise is out for PS5 and PS4, which brings me to you, Greg. You've been playing some Monster Hunter Rise. I have. Uh... Honestly, this week's been dominated by a different game that is redacted, and I can't tell you what it is. Uh, but Monster Hunter Rise, yes, is something that we got codes, I want to say, right as we came back uh, from break. And I put uh, 10 hours into it there and had a great time with it. Uh, I, you know, I, There's a stream up right now, youtube.com slash games if you want to go over there and check out me playing an hour of it while I talk to Andy, Mike, and Kevin. Um, the big thing about it for me was that when... Well, my history to go way, way back, right? And I know it's a tired story for some if you've listened to me forever, but... When I was reviewing games at IGN and I was on the PSP beat, 
Capcom, you know, brought Monster Hunter to PSP in America, and they came over and they did like a whole boot camp at IGN with me because like it was such an obtuse game at the time of like how would you know to do any of this shit? Like you know, I went through and played it, and I found myself really enjoying it, and that led to more reviews and different play things and yada yada yada. Uh, eventually, though, you know, it, it went to the, the Wii, and they had the real controller for it, and I remember Charles reviewed it and blah 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 blah. Eventually, when World comes around. Uh, I jump in there and I, we go hard. Me, Kevin, Jen, uh, Xavier Woods, all obsessed with it, all playing it like for hours. I think I, I want to say me, I put in like 135 or 150 and Jen put in 100 or 135 like right behind me of us playing with it nonstop. Like that's what we were doing. And it was so much fun. But when it was done, I was satiated and I kind of pushed away. And so when Rise came to Switch it, and I saw people getting super excited for it and talking about it, I was like, cool, but I've, I, I'm good. I don't need to do that, blah, blah, blah. And I downloaded it at one point on Switch and never actually started it. Of course, came to Steam since then, blah, blah, blah. Now it's out on PlayStation 5. It's out on Xbox. And got the code, booted it up, and it took, I don't know, all of two hunts to be like, man, I forgot how much I fucking love Monster Hunter mm -hmm. and how much fun Rise is. Like, the, if you're not familiar, of course, it's still the same game. It is designed to be this mobile experience. The PlayStation 5 loads are near instantaneous where it's like you go there, you pick up your mission, great, hit R2 to deploy, and you are pretty much deployed right away, and you are out there going it. And that is the pace of Rise, whereas I think Monster Hunter World and previous Monster Hunters, in my experience, were way more like, cool, you're dropped down to this giant map, try to track the beast, find the beast, what's going on, blah, 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 and the maps are humongous. Rise is uh, cognizant of you're probably playing on a Switch at the time when they made it. So it is, you know, you have your dog you can ride, so you have a mount all the time that you can call anytime you want and is helping you in battle. You know, you get dropped on it. Even if you haven't identified the monsters yet, the main monsters you would be hunting are up in the top right corner, and you can select what to go find so you can see them on your map at all times. Uh, you get in there, you fight the things, and then you beat it, and you're right back out. And, it, you know, the new traversal, they have the... Uh, the uh, uh, the wire bugs mm. so you can basically spider-man grapple up stuff you can you can pick up more you can get up that way you can pick up uh, offensive bu buffs on the map defensive buffs on, buffs on the map so uh, i've watched uh, a whole bunch of coverage from late game stuff because i wasn't going to get there for this and it's the idea of like that really becomes important later on for fighting bigger monsters of going through and finding the stuff you need but for this one it is all there and it is such a jump in and go experience that the one negative i would say playing it was the whole time i'm playing i'm like man, this would be perfect on the go. Where it's oh, like, yeah. I was like, damn, I fucked up not playing this on Switch in the zeitgeist of the moment. Like, I think, you know, I put the 10 hours here and I really enjoyed it, but I think I'm going to end up there because none of us are super gung-ho on it of like, you know, it's not like Kevin's going to jump in and really want to play more. Mm -hmm. And I think that I would have been better served as, okay, cool, I'm going on to Royal Rumble next week. For the fl flight, why don't I take Monster Hunter with me? Why don't I go grind some stuff and that? And I, you know, obviously don't get that out of a PlayStation experience. So it is great if you have friends to play with it, or if you've never tried it, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. I'm having a great time with it. But yeah, for me personally, I think, ah, oh man, I missed the train. And now there's like, again, like this week, has there been a lot of fanfare for Monster Hunter Rise? No, not it's really. not like everybody's talking about it because, again, it's a known quantity where everybody's like, this game's great. It's a lot of fun to play. So if you've never tried it or you you were hesitant to jump in like I was or you didn't have it, uh, the chance to play it on your PlayStation, obviously, I'd go for it. Hell yeah. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing FIFA. 
I was, God damn it! What? Yeah, I was, I was I was talking about it uh, a lot with Tim uh, earlier this week, where I'm like, I've been hooked on it. I've been like legitimately just addicted to FIFA. Where I go home every day now after work, and I'm like, immediately I sit down to boot up FIFA and play an online match. That's or five. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's just online seasons, which is just just the rank mode. I'm just playing matches over and over again um, because I'm all I'm I'm just all the way way in on the gameplay and the way that I was uh, like years and years ago when I used to have my when I used to be in my FIFA era. I was gonna say I, I think I overheard you today being like, am I having my EA Sports Renaissance or something? Yeah. Or is this my EA Sports time? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, I've, I've been enjoying it. And honestly, it has been making me look at other EA Sports titles. You know, uh, the there was the trailer today for the um, EA Sports Golf or whatever they're calling it now. Yes. Uh, and I was looking at that. And I was like, damn, I can kind of get into it. And it's funny, like... it. What activated it for me actually wasn't even like getting to the gameplay. It was the graphics package where I was like, oh yeah, EA's had like the same fucking graphics package for their sports games for a while now. Now when I see golf, I immediately get the same endorphins I get from like playing FIFA. Play FIFA. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, what if I just start playing? Like, golf? No, no, no. Play golf. Play golf. Please yeah. play golf. <laughs> what, if I, what if I check out golf? Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. I also I did boot up uh, Persona Three as well, and I played nice. Maybe like an hour and a half so far of Persona 3, and I want to continue. Like I've talked about before how Persona 4 is one of my favorite games ever, and Persona 5 Royal is also up there. is like one of my favorite games. Yeah. And Persona 3 is the one out of that trilogy of Persona games, the modern Persona games, I, probably, I, I could probably say, um, that I haven't uh, checked out fully. And I think the thing that the hill that I'm getting over right now is Persona 3 Portable, that version of the game doesn't have you walking around in like the overworld areas it's just in the dungeon where you're actually controlling the characters outside of the dungeons it's basically visual novel gotcha. and I, I feel like i'm missing a little bit of exploring the actual world and i think bear you're i, I forget if you checked out fes but i believe fes yeah. gives you more of that uh, um, yeah fes is more of the actual exploring in the social setting yeah and I, I miss that i miss that a little bit but it's that give and take of in fes they don't have the the female character as the main character that you can play as and a lot of people love the story that they added in with the yeah. female character so i'm using her and i'm like all right you know what let me just let me go all in on this and like make this my way the, the way the way i play and you know the story is interesting it's interesting to see even the earlier roots of uh, a lot of the persona stuff where yeah. i'm playing it and i'm like oh yeah like oh man the the um Mementos in Persona Five was actually Tartarus in Persona Three, and seeing a lot of the the, the lineage there is uh, is in interesting early on. Um, and yeah, the soundtrack's fire, of course. The character and the characters and the voice acting already, I'm like enjoying. But also, is that funny Persona thing of I feel like Persona has such um, standardized characters in terms of you're gonna meet early on the guy who becomes one of your close friends, and he's, he's a then you meet a dick, but he's actually got a heart of gold. Exactly, yeah. you meet the other character who's a girl, and like they. <laughs> They have like <laughs> such like, an established roster, and I usually hate like the close like the guy friend character because he's Damn. always like, an idiot. Yeah, um, don't talk shit about my boy Junpei, all right? I, Ju I mean, get your fucking hat. So out far, here. Junpei <laughs> seems like he's gonna fall in line with Ryuji and my guy from uh, Persona Yos Four, Yosuke. Y Yosuke, and like, listen, I love Yosuke, and Ryuji grew on me over time. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, you know what, Junpei. The, you're my guy. The, the but... thing I'll say about Persona Three is uh, that I that I think is done better in this game than I would say even both 4 and 5, and uh, y'all know how I feel about 5, is how much they flesh out each character's relationship with each other, less so mm -hmm. than your relationship to the character. That really does feel like, uh, like uh, you know, there's uh, story beats with, like, uh, two characters that are, you know, your character's not even involved in, like, a cutscene, almost, and there's, like, cutaways and stuff like that, and the way they develop the interpersonal relationships, I think, is uh, deeper than I would say uh, 4 mm. and 5 go into, and honestly, like, I, I, I think the theme and uh, how that ties into the story I, I might be some of my favorite stuff in the entire franchise. Nice. I will say, also, this game has some, like, 
some edginess to it in a way oh, that I yeah, I wasn't like to summon their persona like in Persona Five they <laughs> take off their mask in Persona Three they shoot themselves in the head yeah. so yeah. fucking their dope persona. that is and so dope is such a cool visual when I wasn't expecting it I'm like yo and for it's me a lot. I don't know if this would have gotten in, away with this for Persona Three being my first P- uh, Persona back in the day on fucking PS2 right with Jeff Haynes and all that shit mm-hmm. when I got Persona Four I was like oh they don't shoot themselves in the head I was looking forward oh, to that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like oh, I really wanted to see them shoot themselves in the head again what, <laughs> what do they do do they just like call in their four? persona and I forget actually. Yeah, I think they just call their persona. Yeah. Oh, you know, what, you know what it is? It's they like uh, hold out their hand, the card uh, comes Appears. in, and then they like kind of crush. Oh the yeah, card. yeah, the shadow. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Persona's so cool. Persona's Fuck, so maybe cool. I'll play. I'll play more Persona Three. Do it, it. It's so good. Well, ladies and gentlemen. We're always going to be playing games here, whether it's with the DualSense Edge, which we can tell you about soon, whether it's more PlayStation VR 2 titles that we'll be able to talk about soon, whether it's more redacted. That's what PS I Love You XOXO is all about. Of course, remember, PS I Love You XOXO is only here because of Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny. If you go to Patreon.com slash KindOfFunny, you can catch each and every episode as we record it, unless there's an embargo. Of course, you could get it ad-free, and you could get 38 episodes of bonus exclusive content all on patreon.com slash kind of funny. However, if you have no bucks toss our way, no big deal. You can get each and every episode of PSI Love You XOXO for free with ads on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. And of course, podcast services around bing, bing, the globe. Reminder, next week's episode is posting on Monday. That's right, very soon because it's review season. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.